I've been thinking lately about when is it going to come to pass that movies are just called the first fuck, you know, or there'll just be a movie with a, you know, and this is my friend motherfucker or a TV show. Yeah. But fuck. Come here, but fuck. Get your fucking dick out. (laughs) The sequel to Jurassic Park. (laughs) It'll happen. I'd say I'd give it 20 years before that's Disney Channel. Yeah. Stuff. Just a dog named Buttfuck. Name yeah. show. <laughs> like the, just the internet now? Yeah, I don't know. Getting a filthy film. Disgusting bag of oats. Did uh, we are a disgusting bag of oats? For them, they are the dirty horses <laughs> chomping it up out of a bag. Uh... You are a sloppy bag of oats, Jonathan, and I am a sack of suet. <laughs> and Conrad is. A basket of old apples. And they duct taped to horses' heads. And the horses eat them. And then are sick. And vomit it up. And the vomit all mixes up. I'm delicious! Weird. Weird trouble. That is Conrad. Mm. He wasn't talking at first. I thought he was shunning us for a perceived slight at a party. So delicious! Whoa, who is this guy? I'm so uh, delicious. The Sega guy would have given us the scoop about Knack. Scoop Knack. Thanks for getting all those videos up, uh, Conrad. You've been a real... Jeez. Uh, How many have you done? Like 20? Uh, I don't want to talk about it anymore. Thanks for doing <laughs> Yeah, well, that's you what they're paying good. me to do, so... <laughs> you know... That's cool, though. I mean, you could do a worse job for the same money. I could. If you wanted. I could. I could do. You could I, do a worse job for the I same. I have. Money. I have in past done yeah. a worse job for the same money. I think we all have. It's. Are it's, you in the dryer? Who's pardon, in the dryer? There's there's tumbling noises. Sorry, it's it's my me getting my microphone finished set up. Ah. Uh, oh, there we go. I feel better. Is that better? Do we sound better? That sounds gorgeous. Fantastic. That sounds like a sprite falling down a golden pipe into the uh. mouth of an elegant lady. <laughs> Welcome to Podside, people. <laughs> this is the, the one after uh, the PAX Prime that we all went to. All three of us went to it. and looked, We were there. We looked at it and pointed at it and said, that is uh, PAX. In body, in spirit. Yeah, and it, it was all going in well. Anus. It was all going well until Mike Rahulik kidnapped a T-Rex and took it to New York. And then it stomped all over. No, I'm thinking about the Lost World Jurassic Park 2. Sorry. It's bad enough what happened to the citizens of New York City when he rode on that dinosaur. <laughs> but think of the dinosaur. I mean, here it was just minding its own business. And all of a sudden, Mike... Crack can't pronounce your name, hops on his back, rides him off to New York City. Yeah, it, I mean, it was shameful. And the apology he gave after was disingenuous. 
I'm sorry if you got trampled. Not I'm sorry I trampled you with a dinosaur that I stole from InGen. Um, oh, yeah. Uh, oh. That that was a bit of a joke. Um, just, just a bit of levity. Just a bit of just a bit of a laugh, a little chuckle, a bit of joshing for morale. Uh, I'm not doing packs anymore. Uh, I said that on the way back um, because of that kind of thing. It makes my position in the game industry untenable when Microhelic keeps talking. But I don't want to make pub toyed all about that. But I thought I'd better say that now because we are going to talk about packs. I assume because things happened. Sure. If we you want. I, well, <clears throat> before we move off of that sad you know ness about it, it Christine Christine Love. Mm. The uh, designer of Digital, A Love Story, and Analog, A Hate Story, and uh, something else she's working on now, I can't remember the name of it. She wrote a fantastic open letter to Jerry Holkins about the whole, like, sad controversy surrounding this that everybody really should go read. Uh, yeah, it tweeted it in recent. There's actually a lot, there's been a lot of really nicely written, very rational, very reasonable, um, you know, still highly critical of, of uh, Penny Arcade, but... Just incredibly intelligent stuff that's been written about it. I know a lot of people just want to write it off as some sort of manufactured controversy or, you know, radicals being radical. But there's, I found some really thought-provoking stuff being written. Um, Christine Love is, is a fine example. Um, Max Scoville's um, girlfriend Jen um, wrote something about it on her blog. Uh I can't remember what the blog was called. Go look at Max Scoville's Twitter, and it was you'll see it. Uh, very nicely Haver. written, Jen Haver. Yeah, very mm. beautifully written um, article on the subject. <coughs> Excuse me, and the surrounding subjects. I'm ill. I'm sick. Let's get that out of the way as well. Uh, the we're recording a day late because yesterday it wasn't happening. Um, my throat was just enclosed and on fire. Um, that's not so bad now. Uh, the, the throats are baited and it's time for the mucus to take hold as these things go. As if I, you know, needed any... I was a bit conflicted about the whole packs thing, but that just sealed the deal. That, that knocked it out the park when I woke up the next morning and, yes, I have the Consars again. Uh, because of all the nerds walking around like fucking vectors on legs, spreading their filth and their rot and their disease and their sin. People, people will from time to time ask me why it is that I have this sort of uh, angry, I'm going to kill someone expression, you know, like don't get anywhere fucking close to me look. This is why. Yeah. This Meanwhile, is why. Because I'm... it cuts down on the number of people that I have to interact with that can get me sick at shows. It's disgusting. And I'm shaking hands, hugging people, rolling around in the filth like the swine I am, reveling in it, smearing feces all over my mouth and lips, and then kissing Holmes when he's asleep deeply with tongues. You didn't know about that, Jonathan. I'm you didn't sorry. get in there, did you, in my room? I <laughs> get in. I did uh, Jimmy the door open with a credit card. And I came in with all, like, feces of, of Pop-Toid listeners all around my lips and kissed you just, like, on the lips and then stuck my tongue in a bit and waggled it about on your teeth. Oh, no. I don't know how you would have gotten through. There was men all over my floor and in they my helped. bed. 
They it was it was quite an orgy in your room. Holmes. Yeah, they, they all helped. The men were everywhere. They snuck they were. me in. They snuck me in like that woman who freed the slaves. Only obviously a lot more noble in this case. And they were going da 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 da. And Tony Ponce Ponce gave me a thumbs up and said, "I believe in you, man." And I said, "Thanks. I'm going to kiss him now." And Ponce said, "Yeah, I know." Tony Ponce, uh, of course, Destructoid editor who shared the room with you. He did hug me early in the morning. Yeah. <laughs> once. That's just, a lot of weird. Nothing that weird happened to me, but a lot of weird stuff happened. You uh, bumped up against my butt, Jim, on, yeah. on camera. Not as much as that one woman who was bumping up against my butt tried to reach in between my legs through the toga to feel whatever lay yeah. beneath, I suppose. So you were wearing Reached a around. on stage mm-hmm. at Destructoid's party. Nipple, nipple yeah. search. She went on a, a wild, uninvited nipple search of my body and then yelled into my ear, I'm fucking you up the ass! <laughs> Suddenly all bets were off. And I, I couldn't see her. This is all happening behind me. <laughs> she, I could see it all. Because yeah, I, was, but- I was front... Front and center. I looked over to you sometimes with yeah. like a um, like how you know what how Charlie Brown looks to the camera sometimes after he's thrown a ball and uh, it was a bad pitch or whatever. Oh sure. Yeah, you know that face. I think I was making that face. I don't know. You were there. Do you remember what the face of- I was making while that woman was molesting you? No, I don't actually. It's a big smile. <laughs> she was very friendly. Um. You were on stage, of course, dressed as, as a Roman emperor um, because Sega was sponsoring the Destructoid party and you were hosting the party, the karaoke party. And they were singing a song. I can't remember which, what song it was. Uh, oh, it was Blurred Lines. Oh, that hot new that, song. The by, hot uh, new song that everyone's, song yeah, yeah. that everyone's talking about. And the, a bunch of Destructoid fans got on stage like, singing Blurred Lines and this woman got behind you. And was was essentially fuck was like she said she wasn't lying she was fucking you in the ass. Well, she grabbed she you from trying. behind and was thrusting it in you, reaching like, between your legs, trying to grab at your meaty squaffers. Trying. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> she Fine. loved it. She loved it. It turns it's- out she thought that meant I would give her sunglasses. <laughs> she told me later. She's like, ah, I don't get any sunglasses for that. Like that was gonna be. She spoke to me later in the evening. I'm I'm not sure she was Marge Simpson. (laughs) I don't know. Everyone had to talk like that because it was so loud. She did fall on me at one point. Mm -hmm. She fell on me and then shouted in my ear, Add me on Facebook. I'm friends with everyone on Facebook. I'm friends with everyone on Destructoid on Facebook, but I'm not friends with you. And then she gave me her name and then I forgot it. Uh, yeah, I don't know. She's friends with Nero, she told me many times. So, friend of Nero, if for some reason you're listening to this, uh, I liked you a lot. Didn't mean to to mock you, but it was a surprise. If you were in my shoes, I'm sure you would feel similarly if you got fucked up the ass by a stranger on stage. (laughs) Metaphorically. Metaphorically. I don't remember too much about that night, but I remember being quite friendly with you as well. Uh, in terms you were of proximity, a I recall that g- drinking just enough to think, right, I'm going to nail Scissor Sisters. 
got up there, sung Filthy Gorgeous at you, and proceeded to also fuck you up the ass on stage. But I wasn't a stranger, so I'm assuming it was much better for you and enjoyable and erotic. It was not. It wasn't bad. It was hard to get me down. Uh, if anything was going to get and me I down... And I was down was... to get you hard. <laughs> oh! <laughs> yeah, oh, man, you rubbed me a lot. You're a little bit quicker than me on that. I was trying to come up with the right way to twist that. That was... <laughs> <laughs> well, that night I was trying to find the right way to twist Holmes. hey Oh, the hits don't stop hitting, Jonathan. Holmes. Uh, yeah. You uh, sly fucker. Uh, I'm not a sly fucker. You're a, you're a sexy boy, though. I am not. You're a sexy dickhead. <laughs> I am not a dickhead Jonathan either. Holmes, you sexy dickhead. So much of that. I was, you know, it was great <laughs> to see you. We were catching up like real human beings for the first day. We even had a nice dinner at one point. Yeah. Talked about stuff. I took you out for a lovely dinner, which you complained about. What did I complain about? Because you didn't like it? Because you wanted what I had, but you wouldn't order what I had, because I had it. That's against the rule. I liked what I had. I did not complain. I said, eh, it's good. I wasn't, like, uh, singing its praises. If you cooked it for me, I would have said, wow, this is really good. Oh, you'd have lied to make you feel better. Yeah, I would have erred on the positive. I would have focused on the positive for you. So we did have a lovely lunch. I thought so. And then by day three... (laughs) I was just street passing, exhausted, and you would just sit next to me and be like, I'm peeing on your peas, I'm wishing you would eat these pee-pees. pee-pee. I'm just like, and people are walking by like, Jim, can I get your autograph? And you're like, one second, pee on my face, and I don't know what... And I'm just street passing. I I didn't sing about peeing on peas. At one point, I... I sung about you eating a taco, so you would be the taco guy. And Ken and Ryu street fighting, so they would be street fighter guys. <laughs> I was just singing lots of songs to you. Like, get ready. Boo, boo, boo. Tonight, boo, boo. Because Jonathan, we're going to dismember. Get ready. Ooh, ooh. Tonight, that was a good one. Oh, <laughs> uh, I don't remember that. I sung Jonathan Holmes. I want you to feel what it might be like if I were in ya. <laughs> Uh, yeah, a lot of that. And you were generating it so happy. I wasn't responding a lot of the time. No, I didn't need you to. No, you didn't seem like it mattered no. either way. I knew you so, knew. I knew. That I was there. It was hard not to, because sometimes I was right close to your ear. True, you were very close, and I was cool with it. And you were uh, right, people were trying to talk to me. And I was time. too busy singing in your face. Uh, then we watched Max Hedrum with we Conrad. Did. Yes, Conrad. And you would just... Suddenly give me a little rub from behind, <laughs> and you'd be like, you're a good man. Like, I just want you to know I'm thinking of you. I guess it was very I'd be nice. worried that like halfway through Max Headroom, you would be thinking to yourself, oh, I wonder if Jim still likes me. And then so <laughs> I give you a little rub, and then you look at me, and I look at you and wink and just say something like, hey, it's all right. <laughs> or, or you're all right, Holmes. Or you're a good boy. It's mostly good man. It was. Uh, I felt like I was in a Victorian orphanage or something. <laughs> it was like I just, uh, you know, saved the children, or at least tried to save the children. And then a weird supportive uh, colleague would rub 
So you're a good man. <laughs> yeah, it's nice. It's very yeah, supportive. Exactly. It makes you feel good. It makes you mm. feel like warm in the heart. A little bit. Yeah, it makes it, you feel beautiful. You know, first time it does. You are beautiful. I'm right Remember the uh, old man with the toad hat who was walking across the street? Bring you imagined that that song was going on in his head <laughs> oh, all the yeah. time. Yeah. We so saw this shambling. Amazingly old man with a mushroom, like Mario mushroom hat on just skittering across the road. And in I was compelled. Yeah. I was compelled to imagine that, that Christina Aguilera's beautiful plays in his head constantly. Did I tell you about the no pants guy with the the scarf and the long beard? No. Dancing to, I think it was Everybody Dance Now, uh, but it might have been another song about dancing. Yeah, after the whole karaoke party was over, and a lot of people stayed to the end. If you're listening, thank you so much for staying to the end and chanting Caesar, and then all just hugging each other and saying that you love each other so much in a room. Um, the the guys from Yacht Club Games. Uh, the two guys and a, a woman, actually, Sean Velasco, Jake Vert Kaufman, and Aaron. I don't know Aaron's last name. Uh, we're all hanging around still because Jay, uh, Sean lost his pass, and we were searching for it. And then we gave up, and we went out. And um, we're all sad and worried that Sean won't be able to get into the show tomorrow. And then first, a guy just kicked over a bunch of signs that dominoed in a way that smashed our social media expert, Pharaoh, in the ankle. Just smashed his ankle really bad. Really athletic um, pink collared shirt with a collar popped up type guy. Like giggled like a little schoolgirl and ran away because he just smashed Pharaoh. So happy. And then a giant muscular man with a woman with a pear-shaped body uh, started a photo shoot there at you know close to 2 in the morning by the loot crate bus. Um, she was posing, sticking out her butt a lot and like putting her finger up to her lips. Like I did a bad one. And he's, <laughs> I don't, I don't know idea why with a, ter- with a, with a cell phone. And yeah. he was like, yeah, yeah, that's good. That's good. Yeah. Yeah. And she's sticking out her butt and stuff. And then they walk away. And then I look to where they're walking to and there's a man with no pants, misaligned jock strap. So you can see the anus. <laughs> See the anus easy, but the the he's sort of got ball support from the jock strap, sort of, and real dirty, dirty gray, dirty gray jock strap, long beard, uh, like a blanket or a scarf that he's twirling like he's at a rave, uh, next to a club with open wall while they're playing a song about dancing. He's either everybody dance or I want to dance with somebody. I think it was I want to dance with somebody <laughs> by uh, by that woman Whitney Houston. Yeah, we um we left not too long before it wrapped up. Me, Jordan, and Conrad. It's weird out on them streets. Yes, it sure is. Seattle streets are weird. I felt like at some point just an alarm had went off and reality had peeled away and it was the Silent Hill Otherworld. Mm. Just people making noises, thrusting bottles towards us, going, now- pop bottle, pop bottle! Granted, this party was at a, a club that's on Capitol Hill, which is where the college students go to drink. So it, there was it was a, a very energetic part of town. You go like 
four blocks in just about any direction and it's nothing and that's a completely different sort of silent hill terrifying experience but uh yeah it it was it was rowdy out on them streets yeah mm-hmm. scary i was yeah. intimidated jonathan there was a, a homeless man with a sign that just said uh will trade and battle pokemon with like a very serious face running running up to people as they exited the the show and you, oh you see those God. signs yeah it, that's all he wanted he didn't care about surviving he's one of that's so great Mm-hmm. It was. <laughs> Maybe he thought he would get money out of it, but there was no mention of, like, smile for a dollar or, you know, help a man who wants money on well, the sign. And yeah. then there were the two uh, the, the two guys who pinned Jim down and managed to get him to buy the rap EP. That never happened. <laughs> I don't remember that. What people don't know about Jim. Hustlers. Uh, what a lot of people, they were they didn't hustle him at all. That was no. all true. They Jim, hustled me. They scared me. They, they, they threatened me with knives <laughs> and missile launches. They threatened you with you feeling bad about not helping them because you are a compassionate man who doesn't want to be... You don't want anybody to get hurt. It's one thing people uh, might not know about you if they only know you from the internet. Uh, when put in a position where you might hurt someone's feelings even a little, you just completely... Uh, at least in my experience uh, of watching you, you just completely cave and will do whatever it takes for them to not be sad. I have problems. Yes, you were very nice. People and refusing people. So a strong, handsome man came up to you and said, you look like a rock star. Look at this guy. He looks incredible. Is he important? He's probably pretty important. I was like, yeah, it's very important. He's I was wearing guy. my nice suit. Yeah, with a red tie. And uh, he's like, Look at this. You're already being hustled again. <laughs> I want to go back to Seattle now and give them more money. <laughs> <laughs> and he, you were going to offer him a dollar, but he looked into your wallet like a true champion and found twenty dollars. Found the twenty. There. Yeah, and talked to you about the twenty that he knew you did not want to give him, but he didn't care that you didn't want to give it to him. Uh, and he does nothing to deserve your money at all. He is uh, giving you a CD that you don't want at all. And why would you? Still not. Uh, And then asking for as much money as he can find in your wallet that you are not talking about that money. And then a smaller, stronger looking man showed up and was like, I'll take the change. He looked like the really dangerous one. (laughs) Neither of them looked particularly dangerous. They were so dangerous and scary. (laughs) They had a tank and one of them was Megatron. Jim towered over both of them. Yes. In every respect. Not in my heart. In my heart, I was mewling and weak. Uh, You were not. Uh, I mean, you know, I've made that back 20 times since then. So... Are you kidding? The mileage you're getting out of the stories with the 20 bucks. It is funny. Mm, It is funny. Yeah. Um, we will get especially we... Hamza afterwards, who sensed an opportunity and just said, give me your wallet! Give me your fucking wallet! <laughs> and I almost gave it to him to shut him up. Uh, um, but I'm sure we've made at least $20 back in huge subscriptions maybe. based on that story, right? We, we, announced, we, we announced the huge. We did. Oh, oh, God, I've never heard of this. <laughs> what? 
What is Do you have any idea how hard it is, you know, to go like six months snickering at huge member and not be able to tell anyone? Oh, <laughs> I, it got tired within the first day. <laughs> oh, I'm. I still. I. I that, that's just how base my humor level really ultimately is. Like, I love me some highbrow shit, but I still giggle every time I think huge member. <laughs> it's uh. <laughs> Yeah, whether I still don't know. I don't know whether it was called Huge for that. Um, it's not confirmed, and I don't think anyone wants to confirm it. Um, but that is the result: is that if you sign up for Destructoid Huge, you get a, a card, and you are a huge member. Um, lots of puns and puns to be had with that. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, at this past weekend, we announced Destructoid Huge, Jonathan. Uh-huh. You sexy mother of bears. <laughs> Would that be a, a bear mom with, like, a sexy bikini? Yeah, you're I a am. grizzly bear in a bikini. Mm, yes, and you're I going, am. ooh, look at my breasts. <laughs> what are bear breasts like? Well, they wouldn't have a bra on, would they? Uh, probably not. And they They'd have probably six teats. sag. I think they have six teats. Well, that would make up for the sagging. Quantity Let's... over quality. Let's not body shame bears, guys. Come on, <laughs> come on. We got a lot of bear listeners. I don't even. <laughs> Actually, we, we might. Uh, what kind of Ain't bears? Ain't that. If you mean man bear, sure. Right, yeah. I think we do. So awesome. from... I know bears really approached us at the show. Uh, one punk rock uh, friend was really happy to see Jim singing at me. And I'm like, yeah, he's been doing this for a while. <laughs> and his response was, oh, I love that dynamic. And I'm like, really? What do you... What do you? And then before I could finish my sentence, he was like, I'd ship it. <laughs> like, yeah, like I was going to be like, <laughs> yes, pretend I have a boyfriend, please. <laughs> That's what I want you to think about. This makes me feel good. No, it should make you feel good. Being Tell a, me more. a fun, committed relationship with a, with a hot stud. <laughs> <laughs> it's, uh, it's great to be a friend, for sure. Yeah. Great time. Yeah. Anyway, it's not too huge. It's, yes, it's, it is a thing. I feel so bad. Um, it's a <laughs> new subscription service that we announced this weekend. Destructoid Huge. It is a premium service, uh, ad-free. But oh, I already use AdBlocker. What use is it to me? <laughs> Listen up, you little fuck. We've got some <laughs> other great features for you. Um. Being ad-free means the site no longer has to be designed around ads. So the Destructoid Huge Destructoid is very different from the ad-laden Destructoid, even with ad-blocker turned on. Um, you can set your own wallpapers. You can make Destructoid basically look like however you want. Nero showed us his version of it, and it's got like a Mega Man wallpaper that he uploaded from his own computer on the background of Destructoid. Mm. You can make Destructoid Mega Man, you twat! Do it! I don't know why you haven't done it already! Yeah, we're basically giving you all of the space that would have been dedicated to some site skin for some game you don't give a shit about. 
Exactly. Mm. Indeed. You don't want to buy Rome Total War. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, thanks again to our good friends at Sega for sponsoring our party at Barbosa. Oh, yeah. Thank you for sponsoring Podtoids uh, at Barbosa. You don't want to buy that fucking shit, Rome Total War 2. You want to buy something good. <laughs> it's a good game. I've never played it. Seems fine. It's a load of wank. It's like... <laughs> God. I'm joking. Yeah, it's joking. I'm telling a joke. It's very critically acclaimed. By idiots. <laughs> this is why, by the way, I wasn't allowed to talk about the sponsorships <laughs> on Sunday night at you Barbosa. You banned yourself. They I'll, would have loved it. If I you did. did. But, well, I say I'm not allowed. I'm not allowed by me. Yes. I don't allow it because mm. I would say things like that all night long. Well, and you still did manage to say <laughs> thank you, so Total War Rome Two. Following, I, what was it? Some disgusting thing. I think it was after. I think it was either after I told Jonathan Holmes to murder a child at PAX. Yeah, I think that's what it was. Or, or when I print, um, came up with fuck tales and told him he was going to be called Splooge McFuck, <laughs> and that he was going to what was it? Dive in a cummy bank and spit mm. dribble semen out of his mouth into a bucket, and then See, thank there you, you go. Water. <laughs> Now people don't have to lament having missed the Podtoid live show. You just did it. Yeah. Yeah, that and the Ben Affleck stuff. Still don't know the status of that. Uh, I would say, assume it's gone forever. Yeah, I would. that would be the assumption. There, there could be some miracle that happens. And the thing that I said should happen at the time we were setting things up actually did happen the way I said it should. But what I said to do was without full awareness of all of the other variables at play. Yeah. Uh, so it, it's very, very hard for me to know if there's anything that survived. But uh, we're getting near on the case to check it out. and, and yeah, we'll, We're you know. trying. Yeah. You know, we recorded a live pod toy Sunday night. I'd actually saved up some good, like, stuff for it um you know ideas i'd had previously that i saved for this so i don't want it lost there's stuff there that's that deserves to be in the pod toy law and this this isn't like you know the simpsons staff saying for five years no no we're saving all our good jokes for the movie no these were funny jokes they were pretty this, good these were good bits we had a movie pitch for willem dafoe we had a fun idea for jonathan holmes T trent Reznor texted me it was all solid stuff Absolutely. That we said live Sunday night at Barboza. But that may never be seen. And I, I'd like it to, but, you know, it might not. So stop fucking bothering me about it. Jesus But we are, we are taking steps to ensure that... Because we want to do more of these things. Oh, yeah. These, uh, yeah. Uh, pod toyed live events. And so we're already discussing some possibilities for future ones. Yeah. And I, I mean, people... When I said I wasn't going to do any more PAXes, some people were sad because it's like, oh, but I thought you were coming to PAX East, and oh, well, I never got to meet you at PAX Prime. I'll be in town during those events if this all goes off. Right. During PAX East weekend, I'll be in Boston. But Not I'll only that, in, he'll have less to do. I'll have way mm. less to do. I'll be outside PAX East with an accordion, and Holmes <laughs> will be dancing like a monkey for me. Um, Just we'll, we'll get we'll get Holmes to walk up to strangers and sell people your polka CDs. Yeah, I mean for me the most fun part of Pax Prime this past weekend was the party at Barboza, and that's the stuff I'll be doing still. Mm -hmm. 
because I won't have to sort of be attending packs. And even better, I won't be, you know, exhausted from being too much fat at a convention. So I'll have a bit more energy for you, just a bit. Um, so that'll be good. So, you know, there'll be like more life toids. hopefully. You know, we're talking about a whole Destructoid Roadshow and stuff, especially if Huge takes off. So don't worry, I'll be doing more public stuff. And hopefully Podtoid will be going out and doing a lot more. So, you know, this whole thing was kind of a test run in, of sorts. You know, we tried streaming Podtoid live, but it went out without audio. Um, we were trying to do everything from one laptop. Um, so if it doesn't see the light of day, at least, you know, mistakes were made and we will learn from them and that'll be good. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, <laughs> it was rough. That was... To coordinate everything Nero was doing simultaneously with pretty much just the computer he was able to bring with him, that was pretty, well, pretty impressive honestly, to pull it off. Yeah. When Nero said originally in the email, we're going to try and stream this, I just assumed he'd never get far enough to the point where it would connect to <laughs> the streaming server. It wouldn't be a problem. Uh, and some bitch pulled it out somehow. So, uh, but yeah, we're gonna have uh, we're gonna have a very different setup going forward for that kind of thing. If uh, if huge takes off, and you know, it's there's a a lot of uh, cool stuff we want to bring to huge. It doesn't stop here. This is just where we're starting at because we don't want to overpromise on anything. Mm. Uh, so we are constantly coming up with new things, and the new things that we come up with, those are primarily being done for the purposes of getting, you know, huge people and get, giving them something to thank them for for, uh, for participating and to get them the content that they're paying for. Mm -hmm. So um, that's going to grow. We're going to get uh, more benefits. We're talking to all sorts of people about, you know, possible uh, discounts or, you know, contest games and, and, and it's a really really exciting time and uh, we hope people will be on board to participate in that with us yeah we also opened up a new store for specific mm -hmm. destructoid themed t-shirts like more obscure stuff stuff that the, the casual detoid browser wouldn't kind of necessarily get um, and on there is a, a the very first official podtoid t-shirt which is me and Conrad and uh, Holmes done up together like the human centipede with Podtoid written underneath. It's a classy looking shirt. Had a couple of people buy that already. You can go on that. I think it's like, what is it? Store.shop.destructoid.com or something? No, it's shop.destructoid.com. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I'm, I'm going to... I'm not typically the guy who, you know, would go around wearing his band's t-shirt, you know? Like, that just weirds me out, the thought of I guess I'm so uh, uncomfortable with the idea of self-promotion in a like a garish sense. Yeah. That you know, like I, I'm wearing a Destructo T-shirt right now, actually, which is weird. But I don't wear these out of the house. I wear them because <laughs> you know I had them from before I was working for the site and so directly involved. And uh, Hamza brought us T-shirts with Structoid on them and I you know to wear at the show and I was like ah you brought dressier clothes than this it's not yeah gonna work what um 
But I would buy that Pod Toys shirt, and I think I probably will because it's just really funny to me. Yeah, it is, and it's barely. I mean, it's us, I guess, but it's more <laughs> what Nero because Nero designed. Oh yeah, it. I think so our more names what are Nero- underneath people to designate. Which you know, hey, boy, am I ever getting an interesting end of that deal, huh? Are you in the middle? No, I'm right on the end. <laughs> am I on the middle? You're the entry point. Or no, the, you're, you're in the middle. Yeah, you're in the middle. Of course you're in the middle. Of course I'm in the middle. Um, 3D homes get served at both ends. <laughs> yeah, it's what Nero thinks of Podtoid, I guess. Uh, which, to me, makes it worth buying. An accurate guess. Mm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I feel. Yeah. A fair assessment. Yeah. Jonathan. Yeah. What do you think of this, right? Mm-hmm. It's in the middle of a grocery store, right? Mm-hmm. You know, it's a Walmart or something. <laughs> Excuse me. Like a Walmart. People are shopping and they're going about their daily business, right? Going about their daily bread. Okay? Suddenly, mariachi music starts playing, right? Conrad bursts in through the entrance on a skateboard, right? Going, ay 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 Like that, right? <laughs> Jumps off the skateboard, has a microphone and a loudspeaker. Actually, if he's got a loudspeaker, he doesn't need the microphone. He's no, no, the no. Mic- it's, like, it's like one of those uh, uh, like songs where you know the guy on stage pulls out the uh, the loud, you know, like a bullhorn and yells into a microphone. Yeah. You know, so oh, yes. Yeah, yeah. It's that kind of thing. He does. So that. it's like totally incomprehensible. <laughs> And he screams into his loudspeaker microphone. He just goes, ladies and gentlemen, regard his skills. And that's when you come in, Jonathan, right? Wearing, now hear me out, right? Wearing tights. Yeah? Mm-hmm. Bare-chested. Mm-mm. Cape. Mm-hmm. Full face-covering uh, wrestling mask. Right? Luchador. You shout, El Luchadore! And you run up and down every aisle in the Walmart with your fists out, knocking everything off the shelves. <laughs> that would be really rude and inconsiderate. Are you sure? <laughs> People would be upset. I would you be, uh... run up to like one shop of like, a single mother. She's got groceries, like a shopping cart full of goods. You run up to her, point at her, like really harshly in her face, like tower over her a bit, be really intimidated about it just to show off your power. And you just point at her and go, El Luchadore! And you reach into the shopping cart, just pull everything out and throw it all over your shoulder. You look at her, flex your muscle and go, I, and run off and start like squishing all the bananas in your hands. <laughs> Yeah, all the bunches uh, of bananas. Shout El Luchadore, and you squeeze all the bananas. Is that like Italian or? It's not. You. It's shouldn't. authentic uh, Mexican. <laughs> yeah, it's rotten. El uh, Luchadore, a gringo posicaid, banana squeeze, and then you squeeze all the bananas. Pussycate, you said. El gringo posicaid. It's Spanish for but I am a luchador wrestler. It's cute. Ew. There were video games at PAX, guys. Right? We didn't talk and about them at all. At, at one point, right, you run, PAX, PAX you run into the middle of Walmart, right? <laughs> you go, El Luchadore! You fall onto your back and put your arms and legs out. And then I come, right, painted pink and yellow and green. 
and I shout, I am your piñata today! <laughs> I today? Yeah, and I squat over you and pull my ass cheeks apart, right, Jonathan? And I squeeze mm. out all of these gummy bears I shoved up there. Well, oh. shouting, piñata, piñata! <laughs> and you're underneath going, luchadore, love a piñata! Give me the gummy bears! Yum, 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 yum. Gross. <laughs> and while Conrad circles round us on the skateboard going, behold his skills, behold his skills. Behold the skill! Happy Nyata today! That is Italian. This Latin is not racist! <laughs> Pizza pie! Now you sound like uh, Yakov Smirnov a bit. Only in America! I love the country! Remember? Hey, only in America! Luchadore! <laughs> Do you want to be a luchador wrestler or not? This is how you get started. Uh, it's not wrestling. It is public nuisance <laughs> slash... It's uh, a display of your martial prowess. It's not the meanest idea, but it's a troubling one, sure. The anal gummy bears, for sure. <laughs> There's yeah. nothing wrong with anal gummy bears. I get what this is. It's troubling. It's troubling. Thought, I'll have given my bum a quick cursory wipe before popping them up there. And the chemicals in the gummy bears will probably naturally cleanse whatever's inside. Probably. Just eat away at it. Eat away at my, my rectum. There's tons of video games. And there. then I'll uh, squeeze them out, right? There'll be a couple of gummy worms in there as well. So you got a choice. Variety is what we're offering. It's the spice of life at the Pinata Showdown. <laughs> Whoa, somebody typed... Oh, sorry. Did I just get a text? Oh, from Conrad. He disappeared suddenly to get laundry. <laughs> he was like, it's the anal part of the show. I'm just going to go get laundry. Oh. <laughs> Don't be disappointed. That was rude. It was a, it's a good part of the show. Don't get me wrong. This is the part people, uh, a lot of people have been waiting for this whole time. But we should talk about the video games, right? Oh, <laughs> 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 I want you to climb up on, go to the, like, the tinned vegetables aisle, climb up the shelves and stand on top of them and just shout, A CHALLENGE! And you dive off and do a sweet falling elbow drop into people's shopping carts. <laughs> that would hurt so many people. <laughs> it wouldn't. Especially me. It would impress so many people. There'll be a big wig wrestling promoter there. Vince McMahon from the WWE will be there and go, well, I never, I never imagined the luchador man would dive into shopping, groceries, hire his ass. <laughs> to be a real wrestler? To be a real wrestler. I don't think he would want First, me. you got to prove your skill. What? Do a somersault into the frozen meats. <laughs> Then you go, hello, Chidane! I'll do it now! And <laughs> we, you stand in a shopping cart, right? And me and Conrad get behind the shopping cart and push it down an aisle while you're going, ay, 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 like a bigger pizza pie. And it rush down the aisle and we smash it into one of the frozen cabinets. So you fall over the top of the shopping cart 
and do a sweet 360-degree front-forward kick leg drop into the stakes. And you, you raise an arm and go, the stakes were high in this wrestling match. But oh. oh, wow. I got to the meat of the matter. Stakes! I would be tased and hauled out of the scene immediately, way before Vince McMahon showed up. And man, he'd be so disappointed with my <laughs> slight peck flab that can be seen. Growing up, I always saw the slight peck flab on guys like the Million Dollar Man, Mr. Perfect, and thought, those guys suck. They have one job. No peck flab. They can't even do that right. <laughs> and he would see mine and just be mortified. No, because you'll bring back the spirit of the 80s. Look, I like your peck flab. <laughs> brings back the spirit of the 80s. Put this corn cob up your ass. That's Vince McMahon talking still? <laughs> yeah, yeah. And you get a corn cob and you go, With this corn cob, I dub thee Lodgedore! And you stick it up your ass. To show that you are committed. Uh, there are rumors. Rumors, I sort of believe, that both professional bodybuilding and professional wrestling had a lot of man-on-man sex initiation in order to rise up the ranks. And, you know, just grit your teeth and take it sort of stuff. Uh, particularly from the Weeder family in professional uh, bodybuilding. Ben Weeder. I don't know if you've ever seen... Um, Pumping Iron, Jim. Have you ever seen that? No, I have not, no. You should watch it tonight. Just watch it. You're not feeling well. You need to rest and relax. Watch young Arnold Schwarzenegger uh, just be in his underwear a lot and take showers and talk about um, the famous line. He's like, oh, when I'm working out in the gym, it's like uh, it's like I'm coming. Every time I pick up a weight or put down a weight, it's like coming. I'm coming here. I'm coming there. I'm coming left. I'm coming right. I'm coming every day. Can't you see I'm in heaven? And he gets really close to the camera with the buck teeth. <laughs> you got to see it. He talks about coming a lot. Just a straight face like he was going to be totally respected by his parents. and uh, History. History at large. Why did I bring that up? Oh, yeah. Ben Weeder is in that. <laughs> right. He, he seems horny around Arnold a lot. It it's good. Be. It's good watching. He's uh, pretty fit back then. And Weeder only... will be horny when he watches you be a luchadoro. He will not. He will be very disappointed in my hairy legs and flabby body. None of that matters. He just saw you do a sweet 360-degree leg drop onto the stakes. <laughs> Did you <laughs> not hear the scenario? The stakes were high, and you got to the meat of the matter. Stakes. It's possible. Yeah, I don't know. I don't claim to be in the minds of these men. They've uh, got finer minds than I, which is why they're so successful, why I'm so I'm so moderately sort of okay at some things. Um, but I don't think they would be impressed with the stakes, Jim. Why? I don't think they would be impressed with the stakes. You're wearing a luchador mask. As so many people You're can. covered in gummy bears and poop. Not, not uh, impressive. Not common. But not something you stand back and be like, wow, he really did it. You stand back at that and go, oh, no, 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 oh, no. Oh, why? Is he okay? I don't think he's okay. 
That's what people would be saying, and just calling the police. I don't know that I necessarily agree with anything you've said since we've begun recording. This is true. You mean recording Podtoid ever? ever? Yeah. yeah. Or just ever since you were born. <laughs> Speaking of Podtoid, uh, it was also announced that Max and Terra and the Destructoid show is... I don't want to say stopping because the Reb3 content is so similar to the Destructoid show content. If you want more of that, it's still going to happen. Yeah, I, yeah, I like we taught them everything they knew and then they fuck off. <laughs> huh? I mean, I'm really happy. We sort of, we did help them and they like us uh, and I like them. Uh, Tara, I did her first videos with her at PAX 2010. Max, I chose Max to be my successor on the Destructoid show when I uh, moved back to Massachusetts. So we did help them a lot, and they've come a long way. They're doing really good. Yeah, and they won't even lend me $50. <laughs> I'm absolutely certain that they would, and hopefully we can get them. I'm going to email him. I'm going to say, Max, I have 50 bucks for a chicken. <laughs> he would do it. Give me 50 bucks for a chicken. And you, we... you spunky idiot. Love Why? Jim Sterling. He actually, he and Tara may be more likely to be able to guest on the show now because they'll be less busy with. Will work. they be more likely to get me a f- fucking chicken? Uh yes. I'm just saying we've done. I've broken my back for them, and I have only ever wanted a chicken dinner out of the bargain. Are you drunk now, or? And I've not had a chicken dinner. Drinking. Well, oh, for Christ's sake, if I'd realized they owed you a chicken dinner, we could have gone and done that this weekend. Uh, no. Instead of sitting in our hotel room watching <laughs> Stella all night. It's what we did. <laughs> Thank you for introducing that to me. I went straight home and bought it off Amazon Video. Oh, good. Oh, good. And, and does Alex like it, as you suspected? Yeah. Trouble with Alex, my my wife who respects me, Ooh. is... <laughs> is she needs anything I recommend to her verified by a third party before she'll watch it. <laughs> if I well, recommend that's something... Wise. That's she, wise. Yeah, if, if I recommend something, she won't pay that much attention to it. If someone else, if some other fancy man recommends it to her, well, then it's all, oh, I've got to watch this. I don't know why I didn't watch this sooner. Really? I like because way. I was telling you to watch it for years. Mm-hmm. It happens. Yeah. Um, but she Shit's likes Stella, biased. but she's too okay. busy Facebooking to pay attention to it. Yeah, I, uh, yeah, sorry I had to go deal with that laundry stuff. Uh, Jordan's actually going to be out of the house tonight, which, so it's, you know, it's just going to be me and the wife. And, you know, so she's more likely to actually talk to me now. And so I'm, I figure if I get some chores done around the house, maybe she'll leave me alone. <laughs> God! I was telling you this on the weekend, just the. The delightful cynicism in your marital life, Conrad. It gives me hope, because there's no, there's no genuine malice or badness there. There's just this comfortable sense of cynicism toward married life. Well, it's, it's two people, or more, depending on whatever you're into. Sure. It's your business. Um, I was reading about Brigham Young the other day, and... Uh, <laughs> Because he had uh, some 
like 50 plus wives, it's reported, you know, in the definition of what a wife was when, you know, within his faith at that time was kind of fluid. So like, it was, I bet there was a lot of fucking fluid at all. Whoa, well, it was, he was only conjugal with 16 of them that we know of. Uh, so, you know, it's not that big a deal. Uh, but the, it was something about uh, the first time he heard about um, polynomial marriage was the first time he didn't fear death or something like that. What? <laughs> it was just, oh, my God. <laughs> no, well, married life is just uh, funny. You have to, it has to be funny. You have oh. to enjoy it, mm-hmm. right? Isn't that the point? Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, just recently, you know, this is a bit of serious time. There was a, a death in the family. Um, my stepkids just recently lost his uh, grandfather. And, sorry, I'm saying this while snorting and slurping. And everything. Oh, it sounded like real genuine tears. Uh, it's, it's not. I've I've got no feelings towards anyone ever. I'm also just rudely eating cough drops now as well. Are you drinking too? No. Really? You really sounded intoxicated earlier. I'm a bit weak. It's okay. I'm at that lightheaded sort of heavy limb stage of the the Pax flu. Oh, sure. It's bad for me. It's a bad time. I'm juggling amnesia a machine for pigs and the puppeteer at the same time. Um, But anyway... What was I talking about? Oh, yeah. And I think Alex said it best that if there's one thing that sort of this kind of tragic kind of stuff proves is that we have a family that refuses to not laugh at least once a day because, you know, there's lots of sadness and crying and stuff, but still sort of cracking jokes at the end of the night, and I think that's important in a relationship, Jonathan. Oh, yeah, sure, jokes. I'm going to have a joke with you. (laughs) What? 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 You, you want to joke with me? Your, your penis. <laughs> Why would? What kind of jokes would you tell to my penis? Naughty boy. Is that a joke? Do the naughty boy joke. <laughs> penis. That naughty boy. That naughty boy joke. When I hold it, your penis, right? Mm. And wobble mm. it about. <laughs> wobble it about till it gets engorged. And then keep wobbling it about until white stuff comes out the end. Oh, masturbating. And you go, oh. Good joke. And you look at me and give me a thumbs up and say, oh, that was a real ball drainer, Jim. <laughs> That's the joke? And I lick my lips because a bit of it hit my mouth. And I go, mmm, well, it looks like I don't need dessert. A lifetime on the hips. <laughs> Lifetime on the hips? <laughs> is that the show? Seems is that the show on Lifetime? For my boy's penis. Ah, uh, I thought you were describing a new show on Lifetime, which is entertainment for women, called On the Hips, starring Jim Sterling just masturbating a guy. <laughs> we should pitch that. On the hips. I'll email Lifetime tonight and I'll say, Dear Lifetime. New idea for a show starring me and my friend Jonathan. Lifetime on the hips. Every episode, Jim Sterling wanks off. I should say the famous Jim Sterling wanks off the equally famous. Just to let them know we got celebrity clout. Jonathan Holmes, brackets. 
he was on road rules once, end bracket. Um, masturbates his friend to completion, bracket, um, coming, orgasm. Uh, and then says lifetime on ribs. You never know. Weirder things have happened. Divine had uh, her own show, I think. That's weird. Divine was in uh, the Max Headroom show that you showed us, Conrad. The British one. Yeah, there, well, there was, yeah, there's a little clip of Divine dancing on one of the screens. Unbelievable. What yeah. a show. People should watch it. Can we talk about the video games, please? What? Pax uh, Mighty Number no. 9 Kickstarter happened. Amazing. Amazing that that happened. Is you it guys. A... Yes, a guy <laughs> has a Kickstarter. Oh, and you amazing. can, you can. Well, all right. Uh, what is uh, different about it is that it's the first time that I know of someone who is big in the industry, known for one character, leaves the company that owns that character, just makes the character again, except slightly different, and it's like, give me money, and they did. Yeah, that's uh quite cheeky, quite different. Interesting to see how Capcom's going to react if they just ignore it, if they, because uh, they're going to be asked in every interview until the game comes out in 2015. You know, like any thoughts on that? Any thoughts about suing him or trying to appropriate the character or working with him on a, a Mighty Number no. Nine uh, Mega Man crossover? It's going to come up, and I can't wait to see what they say about it, if anything. I would laugh I'm, so hard if, if nobody I'm, did. Well, if after getting the rights, if if after you know getting the money for Mighty Number no. Nine, mm-hmm. making the game, Inafuni just turns right back round and sells it to Cap. <laughs> that would be fucking brilliant. I would love that. It looks like and it would Cap make a great Mega Man game. Hmm? Cancels it before it comes out. <laughs> that to me would be the best scenario. Not that mm-hmm. I'm, I don't think the game will be good. I, I reckon the game will be fantastic. Mm. But in terms of sheer entertainment value, for our money, that's the best outcome for everyone. Then the game would never come out, though. No, but it would be funny. <laughs> it would it be. Still, still the best outcome for everyone because no matter what the game is, when it comes out, it will either be the best thing or the worst thing in the world. Yes. No in-between on that. Yeah. I'm guessing it will be all right. I've heard rumor. If it never the- comes out. Everyone will always just assume it was the best thing in the world. Uh, that's how they do it. And that's why it was cancelled because obviously it was great. Uh, I can't post it, I guess, because it's too flimsy. But I'm pretty sure it's going to be polygon-based graphics, too, that game. That's what I've heard from inside dudes. And uh, who cares, I guess, is what you guys... I heard that as well. I heard that um, Brian Crescenti's doing sound direction. We've got Russ Pitts as lead animator. (laughs) Justin McElroy on bass. They're not letting him near programming. He's just playing a bass in the corner of the room. Uh, what's uh, Summit doing? Nothing as usual. <laughs> QA. Yeah. <laughs> we saw him in the, the streets. He yeah. was so happy to see us in the streets. Dirt maker that he is. 
Whoa! <laughs> so happy to see us. I love Summit. I actually, yeah. I was happy to see him. I was glad we bumped into him this weekend. Have you ever talked about having sex with Summit? To Summit? Mm, no. Hmm. Because uh, some think I'm the Summit of new pod toys. Kind of the guy that I don't know is that guy, but I'm not. If you've never asked Summit, would you want to have sex with Summit? Maybe. No. Not at all. He's got a girlfriend. I'm married. What? I am married. Mm. It's beyond girlfriend. I had her. Uh, she was my girlfriend, and she was my uh, wife to be engaged. And then we actually got married four years ago. Jeez, uh, in two days. Anniversary's coming up. Four years. Marriage. Samit's got a girlfriend who may not like him. Who knows? <laughs> well, I don't want to rock that boat. If she doesn't like him now, she or if it is if it's if if it isn't that she you know doesn't like him now, she will eventually not like him. It's just a question of whether or not you have paired together in a legal and more difficult to extricate sense. True. By the time she no longer likes him, That's this is true of everybody, I guess. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, like, I'm still waiting for my wife to get sick of me. Mm, and, and to be perfectly honest, if it had been me, this shit would have been over like five years. <laughs> you were ago. hurt. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. If I were looking at this and thinking, "Oh God," every morning, no. But uh, she's a simple creature, bless her heart. And uh, you know, I guess just hasn't figured out how wrong this is really going to go for her. Uh, so I'm just <laughs> playing on that for the time being, and we'll see how it goes. Is she standing behind me? She's standing behind me. She's standing behind me. (laughs) Oh, dear. But anyway, Jonathan. Mm. It is because I believe so strongly in the bonds and the, the, the holy sanctity of marriage that I would talk constantly about having sex with you. Yeah? Yeah. That's why? Yeah, there's a logic to that. Okay. So frail do I believe the relationships of the non-married can be that I wouldn't want to risk rocking the boat there. Oh. So strong do I believe the bonds of marriage that bind us in this great nation of the United States of America, USA, USA, Mm. that I believe a marriage can withstand a man's fat friend trying to wank him off. <laughs> you had interesting reasons for not wanting to have sex with Tony Ponce, either. Oh, he's too yeah. intense. <laughs> Tony Ponce looks and acts too intense. For sex? Yeah, that would put me off. <laughs> it would be too, like, uh... His face during the sex or something would be... just he, He's a raw man. He is a raw man. Mm. And I would feel that it would be raw and not romantic. <laughs> I imagine, you know, it would be like have, having sex with a wild beast. <laughs> you, that would be bad? Like a dangerous beast with illnesses. <laughs> What? Like, like bo- before you've taken it to the vet veterinary surgeon to get it to get its shots. So due to his intensity, you think he <laughs> has bad diseases, maybe. 
not? Um, yeah, why not? I, you know, <laughs> I'll never understand it because they're both better looking guys than me, Tony and Samit. Uh, and and Samit is arguably more passive. You know, <laughs> so it's not as though you're like picking on an easy, susceptible man in, well, in my case. Well, that would be fun. What would? No, I wouldn't. Picking so passive I don't understand. Boy. Tony, full head yeah, of hair. This is about the thrill of the chase to some extent. Yeah, it this is? is very much a Pepe Le Pew cat situation. But Tony is fun to chase, maybe, right? Uh, no? Just no, I think Tony to... would just hit you after a point. <laughs> I don't think so. He's, He'll he's punch a me, like, right in the throat. Oh, no, he wouldn't do that. He'd be like, uh, Jim, uh, <laughs> yeah, there was this one time when <laughs> they just start telling you a story about that time with a video game developer that he's still excited about. <laughs> We talked about his Inafune interview for like a solid three hours. He got excited. He was thrilled. He was so happy. Inafune thing. He was. And who can blame him? Mm. Uh, we should wrap it up. The show. I oh, gotta yeah. be short. Your voice is bad. Um, it sounds good, but it feels bad. Conrad has to make all the other videos. And I have been on the go since PAX. As soon as I got home, fell asleep, got up, had to do jury duty, finished that. Did he kill her? Uh, I didn't actually get on any jurors. I wrote on my jury uh, survey or whatever they call it, your application, um, that I disagree with the judi- judicial system and think everyone should be let out of jail. <laughs> uh, did not pick me. Uh, no surprise there. Uh, but I did have to did sit around. Did you do that just to get out of it? Yes. Yes. You naughty boy. Did you? Yes. You have now just admitted to a crime on this podcast. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> the worst thing that anyone's ever talked about doing. On Did this you podcast. also write on it, I disagree with the judiciary system. I think everyone should be let out of prison. Also, I am 10 years old. Can I have a deoxys? <laughs> <laughs> that would have been fun. Uh, I, I didn't. I could have said what I really think, and it would have been just as rejectable. But uh, yeah, I did what I did. It's good. What is it that you're a uh, racist, bigot, sexist? No. No, just that I think jail usually doesn't help the world that much. Sometimes it does. Mostly it makes people worse, and then they let them out of jail, and then they're even worse, and then they do more crimes, and then they go back to jail. And You know, the whole idea of it being correction. They level up. Yeah, they level up in jail. They yeah, uh, add plus two or, to their straw stat, and their ag. <laughs> Angie death star. <laughs> exactly. Really driving down that thaco. Mm. Fatco? Uh, all down the thaco. What's that mean? Uh-huh. Huh? Prison. Oh. Yeah. I asked the questions. They should be coming in any second now. Kate Burning from Nintendo is posting misfit songs on her. On her Twitter account. How dare she. I was really nearly trampled by the misfits. I think you've told us that story. All three misfits? Four? Uh, well, I mean, yeah, I mean, it was recent-ish. So, mm-hmm. like, well, I say recent-ish. It was ten years ago now. But Christ. Mm-hmm. More recent than the real misfits. Many yeah. years ago. Mm-hmm. But they had big shoes on. They were just sort of clomping around. <laughs> Big-ass platform boots. Where was this? 
It was at a club in uh, Mesa, Arizona um, called, uh, oh, God, I can't remember the name. It used to be a place I'd go to raves at in college. And um, Guar played there. And the Misfits, uh, Guar opened for the Misfits because I guess on a prior tour, you know, they'd done it the right way and the Misfits opened for Guar. Not that Guar's the better band. It's just who the fuck wants to try to play at or be in a venue after Guar has performed there. Mm. I mean, okay. that just seems like common sense to me. You put Guar on at the end. Uh, they did not do this. <laughs> uh, but yeah. Um, God, I can't remember the name of that club. But it was a, it was an interesting venue because, uh, especially interesting for raves because there, there were like three different stages positioned between rooms in this sort of large building in downtown Mesa. Um, also really funny considering how conservative Mesa was and how freely and openly you could see the application, use and exchange of drugs and paraphernalia in that building on a nightly basis. It was staggering. You couldn't even smoke a cigarette outside of, you know, like you had if you wanted to smoke a cigarette in Mesa, you had to be in your home with all your windows closed or in your car with all your windows rolled up. They passed this law there and it like got overturned within a year. But oh, what a terrible terrible place that is. <laughs> yeah, I'd imagine. Uh, Just some horrible. Sounds like the pod toy of clubs a little bit. This it, was just, it was an interesting turn. Maybe get stomped. Uh, questions came in. There's plenty of them. Um, I've got like 28 minutes. Oh, okay. To well, do we'll them and quicker. wrap up the whole show. Sounds sure. good. No props. Um, people are asking about Penny Arcade. Mike okay, Casamano was asking is there anything Mike or Penny Arcade as a whole can do to redeem themselves at this point? He's also asking what we think of Iron Man 3 because I watched it on the plane. We can answer either of those questions or both. Uh, Mike. Mike is... I don't know who they are. Mike is the cartoonist guy. Yes. Right? Yeah. Uh, he just is who he is, and I'm glad he's showing the world who he is, and I think people can react to that or not. Some people think he's great. Some people don't, and I'm glad he's putting himself out there so he can further the discussion and give people the opportunity to vocalize where they stand on this thing. And hopefully some good conversations will happen amongst other people about it. And, uh, you know, he should just be who he is, which is what he's doing. Um, I don't think he needs to redeem himself, but if people think he is a terrible person, um, then they're, they're open to think that. I don't think he should try to change their minds as long as Well, I think, I think you have to draw a distinction between what can Mike do to, you know, improve um, Mike's rela personal relationship with people versus what can Mike do to help protect Penny Arcade's professional image. Oh, I don't, I don't think he and, should. And, I think, and he I think should. there's two... But I think there's two different responses to that. And where he's personally concerned, I absolutely agree with you. He is who he is. He has a right to say what he wants to say uh, insofar as uh, everyone else has just as much right to agree and or disagree with it. Sure. But um, I, I think to answer the question as to what they could do to quote-unquote fix it... Mm. Um, a, a, well, get... Is the Dick Wolf shirt back in the store? 
I don't think so. No, that's good. Uh, they they should say they should explain themselves more thoroughly if there is more to that answer than was given there. Oh, did you? And, he did do a blog about it. Oh, did he? I didn't read that yet. I'll tell you briefly. Give me ten yeah. seconds. He wrote more or less that what he really was trying to say is he regretted continuing the conversation about Dick Wolves at all by doing the follow-up strip, making the merch at all, and then taking the merch back. Uh, each step, he was more or less saying, was just continuing to allow the Dick Wolves thing to be in the spotlight, and that's what he really thinks was the mistake. Yeah, uh, except and the trouble is he didn't say that. He didn't? That's how I, I mean, he it. didn't say that at the time. No, like, now that right. he's blogging about it, he's added all these other extra steps that he never said. Oh, sure. When well, it would have been a lot better to have just said, I regret the Dick Wolves thing, rather than I regret us taking the Dick Wolves shirts away. I think. Well, it was ironic that. The blog's coming wrote... across as very disingenuous to a lot of people, and it's not and he wrote hard a to see why. long blog about how he shouldn't talk about it anymore. He's yeah. like, what I should have said is I shouldn't talk about it anymore. Here's more paragraphs about that, <laughs> and how it makes me feel, yeah. and how people don't like me, but I can handle it, guys. Don't worry about it. Don't worry about me. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, speaking of someone who, you know, I guess some could say had gone through a kind of redemptive phase when it comes to previously um, very unhelpful uh, statements of opinion and attempts, ham-fisted attempts at satire and jokes... Um, I think it, it, the only thing would be time mm. and, and sort of a continued evidence that, that Krahulik uh, and company are kind of more sensitive to being inclusive and not alienating and encouraging attacks on certain types of people. Um, <clears throat> something which hasn't been evident up until now. That's the biggest problem. A lot of people try and reduce this all. Like they tried to reduce my decision to rather quietly and politely step away from attending PAXs. The only reason I announced it on social networks and stuff is because so many people asked me to talk about it. Mm. Um, you know, I don't intend to make a big Jimquisition or anything grandstandy about it. But, you know, my decision, a lot of people tried to boil that down to just, oh, they did a Dick Wolf comic and now you're not going to PAX. I'd, I'd have stopped going three years ago if that if it was just about dick wolves. Um, mm. I mean, the comic itself didn't even offend me personally. Not mm. that that's to diminish anyone who was offended by it. They're totally within their rights to be. But personally, I didn't have that big of a problem with the comic originally. It was the behavior afterwards, the subsequent behavior. Um, the later defenses of anything sort of rape-related... Um, in this way that kind of implied he was trying to retroactively defend himself still. Um, the whole stuff with the comments he, he made regarding um, trans people and um, his views on, you know, uses of the term cis and what have you. And it's just been this constant snowball of stuff. And that, that Monday night at PAX was just kind of the last thing where I just looked at it and thought, you know what, I can't, I can't do this, you know. And still do what I do on gym position and what have you. Talk amongst yourselves. I've got to get the door. Oh, okay. Uh, did you see Iron Man 3, Conrad? No, I didn't. It's weird. It is... Uh, makes murder, like, silly. Like, Tony Stark is like, I'm gonna murder you! To, to a guy. Um, he gives... 
everyone his home address and then someone blows up his house. Oh, Iron Man spoilers, by the way. Iron Man 3 spoilers. Um, the, the villains are lava men. Just men that are really lava-ish. Love lava coming out of their skin. It's weird. It's not like the other Iron Man movies. Uh, I described it to Mike. Cosimo. All right, we gotta fucking wrap this up now. Oh, what? I thought you said twenty-eight minutes. Yeah, well, that door knock came earlier than I thought. <laughs> so many questions we didn't get to. One guy who's got Fin Fan Foom as an avatar. He calls himself I Fondle Planets. He's <laughs> at Fur Frags on Twitter. Asks, have you ever thought of doing a podtoid in character as the quotes exaggeratedly horny gay Jonathan Holmes? No. Why would I want what? Why would I ever? I like it would how be that's a... talked as if that's already an established character. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Would you ever bring him back? Basically, is what he's saying. Uh, it would be. I like how the assumption is that you know. I, I like how the assumption is that that's a character and not that Jonathan Holmes, as we know him on Podtoid is the character and the reality is exaggeratedly yeah it does gay. imply that i'm secretly jonathan actually writes all my material on <laughs> i'm a cipher if anything else i have no personality this is all constructed by jonathan as part of the gay agenda to take over america there's so many questions that happened. 43 questions happened. They're going to have to ask him next week. They've got Owen Reed wants to know if you're dying. You're not dying. Thanks for I asking. I will die that. if we don't get this fucking done. You can do it. Uh, almost. We'll do two more questions. Right. Would Jim Paul Scothorn, who is P.S. Cawthorn with an E at the end, wants to know, would Jim like to expand his novelty dildo collection? Does he mind secondhand merchandise? You can get this man's old dildos if you want. Sure, send them to the P.O. Box. <laughs> Give them a proper fucking claim. Uh, yeah. Wash them with soap and water. Just put it in uh, the dishwasher. <laughs> what? Yeah, dishwasher. No, really, put it in the dishwasher. Really? That, what about really? the dishes? They're going to get all stuff on them. Well, you don't have to put it in with the dishes if you feel concerned about that. But trust but me, that shit's coming out in pretty good shape. Won't that melt them a little rubbery? There are some that aren't dishwasher safe, but lots of, yeah. If they're good, they will be. Look into it first. That's all I'm saying. No, Uh, just uh, put them in your dishwashers. Let's do a yes or no on And then microwave them. (laughs) Sec Noises wants to know, do you think backwards compatibility is important or just a nice feature for a console to have? I think it is important. What do you guys think? I think the more they try and push fucking digital, it's increasingly important. Mm-hmm. It's You can't have one without the fucking other. I'm sorry. Uh, they talk about how unimportant it is and how you're backwards if you want backwards compatibility, but you can't tie someone's identity to this sort of online persona and push the idea of, you know, an Xbox Live arcade where everything's fucking together, all housed under one roof. Or the PlayStation Network, where again, you know, it's all housed under one roof, and you've got instant access to all your stuff, and then say, but you know, next time we bring something out, and you want, you need to upgrade, you lose all your shit. I'm of two. I'm of two minds on this. On the one hand, as the informed consumer who gives a shit and buys all of this stuff, yes, I feel it should be. It's what I want. 
Um, ultimately, I don't think it's that important. Um, people will just buy the next console, and most people don't go back and play their old games. It's really more uh, those of us who are core consumers, um, the early adopters, people who are going to buy this shit, regardless of whether or not it has it, um, that are that concerned about it. Mm. Gotcha. Well, we did it, guys. Another week. Jeez, uh, actually, it's only been... What, four days since we last did something like this? And then four days prior to that, it's turning into a regular thing. But not until next week will we record another one of these shows, right? No. no. Next okay. week. Next Hopefully week. I'm feeling much. <laughs> yeah, I hope you feel better, Jim. Uh, do you have anything you want people to know that you did? You did a new Jimquisition already, didn't you? Uh, yeah, that was already filmed before PAX. Uh, uh-huh. It's called Downloadable Discontent. And it's about... DLC. It's the one I was going to do two weeks ago, but but it got delayed for other things. So you can watch that on Escapist Magazine. I also, the morning after pack, sick with flu, I did the um, my half of Jim and Yartsy's Rhymedown Spectacular, which was called Them Consars Blues. Because there's no way of hiding it, so I just looked terrible on camera and did a poem about how everyone's disgusting. Uh, so you can watch that also on EscapistMagazine.com. Um, I've been quiet on Destructoid apart from sort of all the PAX videos that you can see on YouTube. And thank you, YouTube uh, commenters, because I had no idea I was fat until you pointed whoa, whoa. it out. Whoa. What? I know. Isn't it? Okay, so we were talking about it, and it's you were paired next to Jordan in one video, and people were like, oh my god, look at the, you know, Jordan's so tiny. Jordan's not really tiny. And it was just sort of lucky that you and I weren't like together in anything in one of those settings because I mean I wear clothes to appear larger than I am. Mm. You are I am not a gangly skinny some bitch and I'm short to boot. A lot of people are surprised when they meet me that I'm not taller. Uh, but I'm only like 5 6. Little dude yeah, Jim could wear you as a hat. Absolutely. That would be really cute if you curled up on his head like a cat and was just like, meow. He was like, got me <laughs> hat, guys. Uh, as for me, I'm going to post that rerun of Jake Burt Goblin. Whoa. I scared Whoa. myself. Scared what happened? me too. I don't know. Uh, something autoplayed somewhere. Hey, <laughs> Sorry about that. Darr. Jake Burt Kaufman was on Sub Holmes. It's weird. It's the first time I ever talked to him, and then after that, I saw him so much at PAX. He sang, had the time of my life from Dirty Dancing with me at that karaoke thing, and he just wants to be friends. He's such a nice guy, and it's been great to see him a lot. Uh, anyway, we were on Sub Holmes. He was good. That rerun will be posted on Destructoid pretty soon. It's on Destructoid's YouTube channel now, because we're migrating that stuff, the Sub Holmes stuff, over to the main channel on YouTube. This Sunday, we will have Matt Bozon, the co-boss co-boss of WayForward. Uh, also, Voldy Way is a big boss there. That's where they get the name WayForward. But Matt is, um, you know, heads up a lot of projects. He created Shantae, and he oversees a lot of the stuff they do there. believe he was at IGN along with his brother. Um, so he's got a long history in the industry he's got two Shantae games coming up, one we played uh, Shantae and the Pirate's Curse, it's coming up for 3DS, 
They also just announced their Kickstarter for Shantae Half-Genie Hero, which is an HD game coming to PS3, PS4, Xbox 360, Xbox One, Wii U, and Steam. Six whole uh, systems. Pretty crazy. Pretty exciting to talk to him about that. He's one of the biggest and best veterans we'll have ever had on subhomes. Been in this industry for, geez, 25 years or something. So he'll have a lot to talk about. Uh, that'll be 1 p.m. Pacific Standard Time, 4 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on Sunday on Twitch TV, also found on the Destructoid front page. Uh, I think that the the way Destructoid Huge works now, or at least one of the Destructoids, is that'll just pop up on the on the top bar now. I think our live streams are top bar bound. So look uh, for it right there. Yeah, yeah. It's gonna the way it's gonna work. You'll just be able to go to destructoid.com when Subhome starts, and it's gonna be right there at the top of the page for like the first half hour of the show. I think. Pretty neat. Yeah, yeah. And chat will all be integrated in there, and and so forth. So, uh, pretty cool. Pretty excited about it. Indeed. And Conrad, I assume you're mostly just working on all of these videos you have posted. Yeah, we have put up something like uh, eighteen. 19 PAX videos so far. Uh, we got uh, maybe another half dozen or so to go. Uh, so go check out all that stuff that's at uh, youtube.com slash detoid and try to stomach that if you like. Uh, we also got some other really cool video stuff up on the channel. Um, young Scott Jamie McGinnis has been doing his challenge series, Challenge Scott, and he just uh, set himself on a run of uh, Left 4 Dead's Mercy, No Mercy mission, armed only with pistols and with no bots to help him on expert difficulty. So that's pretty crazy. Uh, so it's a fun watch. And uh, uh, Stephen Hansen's been doing that a la carte series, and he did this uh, chilaquille recipe that I think I'm going to have to make. So oh, it's for Rayman thing. Legends, right? Yeah, based around Rayman Legends. Oh, God, it looks really good. So I'm probably going to have to make that this weekend. Uh, so, yeah, a whole bunch of really cool video stuff going on. And we're going to have um, the written review of Outlast is up now. We're going to have a video for review for that also. It's, it's probably going to be Friday uh, for uh, that could get up. But I we are doing one of those. So stay tuned for that. There'll uh, be a now bloody playing of that as well. Oh, there will because people have been asking for. Fraser has actually already done one. Oh. Oh, 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 oh. I'm gonna fucking do it anyway. Yeah, I know you are. I don't give a fuck. Yeah. <laughs> I don't give the first fuck. <laughs> I'll do it as well. <laughs> That's it, though. I guess for this. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um. Bye. Bye.